Hello and welcome back to Ramblings from Nowhere. As always, I'm your host, Jason Hull, and joining me this week is my lifelong buddy, Mr. Uh, Josh Powell. That's right. Lifelong buddy, third rate podcaster. No, no, That's no. Right. You're 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 like a third rate buddy and a and a first rate podcaster. Oh wait a minute, I didn't mean to say that. I'm no, sorry. That's rough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I kid. I kid. You know though, but seriously, uh I said that and I got to thinking, uh let's see, we met in two thousand, because yeah, that's when I started working at the theater. So uh I have officially known you and Clay, all my theater buddies I've known longer than anybody I went to school with. Well almost. And still talk to on a regular basis, I should say as well. So I guess that actually means that I've known you more than half my life now. So. Isn't that crazy? Aren't we old? And then have like kids and I keep having kids. I mean I just it's like, hey, you're gonna have another kid. Ah So, you know. Anyway, I don't it's just like all the time. It's like, hey, what are you doing? I don't know, I'm just having another kid, I guess. Why not? Right. COVID, so you know. Let me know when you need help picking out a shuttle bus. No. Dude, <laughs> listen, I've been looking at the sweet Mercedes one. It's nice. <laughs> it almost it's not, but it almost looks like a, a double decker type of deal, you know? But it, it's it's not, but at the same time people might think, Man, that dude's got so many kids he needs a double decker van. How cool would that be? So anyway, uh dude, how you been doing? Man, it's it's been pretty good. It's been busy with work. Uh, uh, got blessed with my first uh, kidney stone this week, so there's been better things than mm. that. But it's all right. See, if we had talked about it before, and I just I felt that you needed to come on the podcast and just relieve some of that pressure of that kidney stone being on you by just talking nonsense with me for a while. That's right. Yeah. See, it feels better already, doesn't it? I appreciate that. If I fall over in pain, you just keep going without me. It's fine. Just mute me. I was worried. I was worried that I was going to have to uh, when you told me you had the kidney stone because Clay uh, is unavailable. He's out of pocket. And uh, Derek, uh, he's doing his thing and so on and so forth. And so I was like, I was like, man. And now Josh is going to have kidney stones and not be able to move. And I'll do this by myself. So if there's ever, there may be a time here soon where I do a podcast by myself. Which, you need to allocate episode. Well, she's crazy. So well, I can't, right. it's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to, like her little segments when she does it is, it, it, it's hard to keep her on track for that, what little amount of time. Cause I would like, I would, you know, I would think it would be fun to do that. But with her, this show goes off the rails anyway, but then <laughs> When you put her into the mix, and we we would it would just be all over. It'd be a Barbie and Disney podcast, probably more than likely. So we'll see. Uh, but anyway, Josh, uh, it's been a while since we've talked on here. Uh, normally we uh, start off by talking about what we've been doing the last week, but if we did that, we'd be talking about the last months since the last time he's on here. So I'm going to kick us off here because I've got a couple of things we've both been playing uh, game-wise. Um, we, you turned me on to Dirt the uh, on the Xbox. It's under Game Pass right now, so you can play it for free if you have an Xbox. Um, it's a rally game, and I am digging it quite a bit. Uh, what do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, I've liked the Dirt series for quite a while. It, uh, I like, obviously, some of them better than others. Um, I, I like the Dirt games probably more than the 
the off spins they've done on it. But Dirt Five, it's fun. I mean, it's uh, the graphics are great, the controls are good. It's it's fast paced, and it it definitely makes for some good laughs. Yes, some of those wrecks and stuff are like just crazy. I mean, it's uh, what was that one last night? Somebody went like got t-boned and flew up in the air and it seems like i was driving by them as they were still in the air and it's just like crazy nonsense like that yeah it's good stuff um i i like the controls i think i said this when we were playing the other night um i don't think it handles to me as good as a forza horizon you know type of which is kind of in the same wheelhouse you know they have rally courses in that uh, I don't think it handles quite as well, but uh, I do like the way it it still handles good. Uh, I don't think it's a bad handling game. Uh, I think it's got a good arcadey feel to it. Because uh, if it was a two semi, I I just wouldn't even want to play it. That's why I don't play the regular Forza games. Way too much yeah. sim and not enough arcade. Um, no, I agree with that. I think that Forza Horizon, one of the things it has going for it is. You know, you get to drive around open world mm-hmm. in between events and races, and you kind of get a feel for the cars a little better. And this, like, everything's a race, so you, you kind of just get thrown right in a little more. Yeah, that's my one gripe is the uh, load times on here uh, in between races and stuff. Uh, it's not super long, but, you know, when the Series X and S come out, they talked about how, you know, load, load times would be a thing of the past and everything, and... They're not really that much a thing of the past, at least not in this game so much. Well, um, I think though it's it's cross platform too. So, so I mean, yeah, you know, that's we're playing true. with yeah. PC people and we're playing with older generation Xbox people too. It's not like it's just a X That's game. true. And it is trying to get enough people for a match because we haven't uh Saturday night we had uh seems like full a full uh game a full race of racers i guess i can't think of what i'm trying to say but anyway um since then it's been like us three and like one or two more most of the time and then they end up dropping which drops you down to just the three of us you me and brandon which isn't bad but at the same time i think it's i think the game shines better when you have a uh full set of racers in there with you you know what i'm saying so no that's true yeah but again not not a bad game i'm not that's not a knock towards it or anything because we still have a really good time with just three of us so uh, there's that and uh, then also last night Josh uh, I broke down because I am a huge Alien franchise fan and uh, purchased uh, Aliens Fireteam and we booted that up Um, up front let's just say we've only played one mission of the first campaign so you know this is just initial thoughts on it but uh i enjoyed what we got to play yeah it was it was fun i mean it's uh i guess my only complaint about it is that you know it and it makes sense from the story wise that everything you're fighting virtually looks the same and Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard to determine you know, there's a, I guess there's a couple different classes of enemies, but they all basically look the same. But it's a fun game. I mean, the the guns on it are are pretty good. The sounds great, and it's and uh, you it's, know, there's I guess there's what four different classes. There's four 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 classes right now, with a fifth one to come, a recon class. Um, 
I think there's 11 different classes of xenomorphs. Uh, but we only, if I'm thinking right, we may have seen in that first board like three different classes, three or four. You know, there's the standard, and then there's those ones that explode, the exploding ones. And then those, those giant tall ones. It wasn't a queen, but it was a great big old tall xenomorph that was coming. You know, those ones uh, a little tougher to kill. But then you also, apparently, you'll end up fighting some synthesoids and stuff like that as well. So uh, I think it changes it up quite a bit as you go. We shall oh, yeah. see. Oh, that'll be good, yeah. Um, Looking forward to playing some more of it. I enjoyed it. I, I like the um, customization on it and stuff like that. So we'll see. Like I say, it's just we played literally one one round, basically. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see from there. Uh, Josh, anything else that you'd like to uh, bring up before? Uh, I got a couple other things, but I was going to let you go ahead. Man, I don't know. I got here. I, here, I, I, I tell you what. Can I? I'll <laughs> ask. I, I'll ask you. How about this? Because there's a couple of things that I haven't gotten to that you have, and if you can just give me an overall thoughts on them, you know, not spoil spoilery. Yeah, yeah. I can't talk tonight, but anyway. Um, okay. So I know you love the first High Republic book. Oh yeah. Uh, the Thank second you. one has dropped, uh, which you have finished. And what was the name of it again? I can't remember right now. Uh, Do you remember? The Rising Storm. Yes, that's right. Uh, so w- just just give me some overall thoughts on it. What were your feelings coming out of? It? Did you enjoy it? You know that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's it's kind of interesting because you know that series is um i mean that book just picks up right where the other one left off but it's written by a different person um so it's kind of interesting uh and you can tell that it's written by a different person and and not in a bad way it's just um you can just tell it's written a little different but Mm -hmm. i mean that i don't think it makes it less cohesive um without being too spoilery here uh, so the if if anybody's read the first book, it starts off a hundred miles a minute, and and it's crazy. Um, and, and this book doesn't start that way. And and you know I was about I don't know forty percent through it, and it and it was a lot slower than the first book. Let's just say it picked up some steam mm-hmm. pretty quick. Okay. So it was great. It was a great book. I'm I'm really looking forward to the next one, which I think. Um, drops around the holiday season this year um that is one advantage of having different people write them is that that they can you know work them out faster uh this is awesome i love that series awesome i I need to i need to finish the first book and move on to the second book uh like i was saying with derek last week i've just had a really hard time finding any free time to sit down and read so um the the other one josh uh staying in the star wars universe uh, the Bad Batch. I know you were a huge fan of it, and I know they finished out the first season uh, a couple weeks ago, right? I'm thinking. Uh, and you did you finish the whole thing? Have you finished the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I finished it. I think the season finale is about a week and a half ago. So it's it's definitely uh, good. I like that series quite a bit. You can tell that it's uh, it, it's not one of those one and done things. You can tell they're kind of playing the long game on it. It, it feels kind of just like an ex- an extension of the Clone Wars, which is not a bad thing at all. They've definitely had some good, um, you know, character introductions in there, and it's kind of neat. You know, you see some people 
you know, when they were kids that you see later and there's, you know, a couple of appearances from people in Rebels and whatnot. So it's kind of fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's nearly as epic as, you know, like the Mandalorian or, or, you know, those kind of things that mm-hmm. have been on Disney plus, but no, it's, it's definitely a solid, uh, show for sure. I mean, it's, it's a good addition and, you know, just kind of an extension of Clone Wars really, but I need to finish it. I think I'm up on episode five or something. And I know that the, I tried to stay, stay away from being spoiled on it, but I know that the last issue or issue, the last episode deals with, um, Camino and I, I guess basically the downfall, if I'm thinking right of Camino. Am I right? Yeah. No, so yeah. yeah, it gets into the last, yeah. the last couple episodes there. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm interested to see that kind of stuff, so I'm hoping to get back to it because I I know you were a big fan of it, and I was, and like I said, I just, as with everything else, it seems like I drop off, uh, not on purpose, but then I try to to, uh, consume too much stuff, I guess, at one time. Uh, Anything else, Josh? No, I think you've literally covered everything awesome. I've done for months. Have you? Uh, well, <laughs> I tell you what, I've watched the I watched the third episode today. Have you been keeping up with What If? Um, haven't started it yet. Okay, but I want to. No, I, well, really listen, good. I it it is awesome. The animation is incredible. Uh, the first three episodes have all been just like top notch. That second episode, which is the uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, uh, episode the Star Lord episode, uh, which is his final Marvel performance as the Black Panther or T'Challa uh, character, is uh, epic. It is really good. I mean, like really good. And both the other episodes uh, this week's dealt with like, what if uh, the Avengers were killed before they were formed? Basically, uh, that's all I'll go into on it. But it's. Uh, it's really enjoyable too. Uh, it's good stuff. So caught up on that, enjoying it. If you haven't been watching it, I suggest you watch it. Uh, just a couple other things real quick. Uh, this is for Glenn. I have watched, I had finished watching uh, masters of the universe, uh, Re- revelation today, actually. And because I knew I was going to record and I was like, I'm finishing that last episode. Uh, and man, I don't know what to think about the ending yet i'm not sure i won't give it away but i'm not i don't know what to think let's almost say it kind of threw me for a loop there at the very end so we'll see um i know on one of the posts for it, it um might have been isaac i can't remember was saying that the voice acting wasn't top notch and i kind of agree with that some of it's kind of hit or miss i don't think uh sarah michelle geller is that good as a uh, Tila, but you know that's neither here nor there. Um, there is an epic Orco moment in the next last episode that was, or maybe it was the last one. I can't remember. Anyway, it was awesome. Orco finally got his uh, due. It was great. So I'm yes. excited to see where it goes from here. Um, I don't know when the next batch of episodes will drop, but uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go. Uh, there's that, and then lastly, I have read some comic books. I just want to put that out there. Um, I have begun reading again. I'm trying to catch up on all those. And then, Josh, I'm going to attempt to read The High Republic and that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood novel that's just sitting there begging me to read it because, man, that's a good movie. 
and I want to read the the novelization because it goes into a little bit more depth with Cliff and all that stuff. So yeah, need I need to, to get read that, that too. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. love that movie. Uh, I actually just started a new book though. Um, uh, Clay's been bugging me about it for a while, but I just started Dune. So I'm going to try to finish that before uh, the movie comes out in ah, uh, almost two months. So I have tried to read Dune numerous times and I just fall off every time. Um, I thought about trying to read it again before the movie came out as well, but uh, I don't know if I will. I, obviously, I won't. I'm not going to say that I will because obviously <laughs> I won't. You never know it could happen, but at this point, no. Uh, I always, I don't know, maybe when I was younger and it was a really tough read because I was trying to read it like, I think I was in high school when I was trying to read it. So that was like interfering with my... Uh, my extracurricular activities at that t- at that age, you know. So, yeah. uh, but I always found it hard to. I think I read about half of it and finally dropped it. So, uh, there's that. But that's about it for me um, as well on stuff this week. Uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. I was looking at dirt. I've got my little list here, and I was just thinking about dirt and how good of a game that is. Um, if anybody wants to play that with us, they should hit us up because that's a fun game. We could use more players on that one, don't you think? Oh yeah. Um, the more the merrier. I, I was trying to think. Like Twelve people or something. Or even Aliens Fire Team. We could use a third person on that because that that uh, we had who was it? Beta the Synthesoid last night was he was okay. I mean, we made it through <laughs> the match, but you know, it's it's just like any other thing. If you don't have that human player, it's just not the same. So there's that. Anyway. Uh, let's move on, Josh, from that. Uh, just real quick, did you get to see the new uh, – let me start with the – have you seen the final trailer for Eternals? Did you get to see that one? I have not. Oh, really excited. Really excited about that. Uh, kind of gives you some explanation as to why they didn't get involved in all the Thanos stuff and everything in that trailer. I don't think it's really that big of a spoiler. Um, I know some people don't like to be spoiled on anything but me. Eh. Not that big a deal for that, at least. Uh, it looks really good. And then did you get to see the uh, Spider-Man No Way Home teaser? I did actually watch that one. Woo, that's uh, going to be a trip. Man, I cannot wait. I hope, I hope and hope and hope, because this is Tom Holland's last Spider-Man movie under that contract. I hope that they do everything in their power to sign him up to continue playing Spider-Man. I think I think he will. I I actually think that he likes it so much yeah. and and nerds out about it so much. I don't even. They're not even going to have to like break the bank. Yeah, I agree. I I don't think it'll be that big a deal. But to get him back, but I you know, it's just you know, there's a little trepidation in there because you know, at this moment, it's his last Spider-Man movie, which makes me sad and excited at the same time because it looks crazy when you see Doc Ock for the first time and then you hear the Green Goblin. Yeah, and so on and so forth in there. Um, I hope we get Tobey Maguire. I really do. I hope we get the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Uh, we'll see. Uh, it comes out in December. Be here before you know it. So there's that. And then next month, just real quick, while we're talking about this Marvel stuff, uh, Shang Chi comes out next month. Yeah, and like it's get, next week. Is it next week? The first week in se- Yeah, and it's getting like crazy good reviews. So I'm excited about that one too. 
Yeah, and they're bringing Day weekend. Yeah, and they're bringing back the Ben Ken, Ben Ben Kingsley fake Mandarin, which I love in Iron Man three. A lot of people don't, but I'm excited to see what they do with that dude because that was crazy. Yeah, so I agree. there's that. Oh, and one other thing, uh, just real quick. Last week I confessed that I had been um, listening to Limp Biscuit again. Uh, I, unfortunately, I still am, but I've also gone down this really dark rabbit hole of weird of new metal from that time period and it's it, and i need to break myself of it josh i just need to say that right now i mean because how many other people can say that i started listening to limp biscuit again i mean if you watch that i'm telling you if you watch that woodstock 99 video or documentary um it'll it, it, between that and the whole Lollapalooza gig with durst and everything well yeah. if if you for me i don't want to go down this again too much but like for me, um, it it just like man, I used to listen to that stuff, and you know, and and I said it, we've made fun of it a blue million times since then, and I and and most of those songs aren't good, but you know, there's a few songs that actually aren't bad, but it's like just this really weird, this whole Limp Biscuit resurgence is just really weird, and I think that's what's brought it back that part, but then now I found myself like listening to other new metal acts other than that and Corn. Like uh, what? What else you been listening to? Uh, let's see. There's Head PE. There's a flipping nasty Mudvayne crap. For some reason, <laughs> you remember that song from Mudvayne Dig or whatever? I hate that song, but it's on. Uh, I, I, there's a playlist, uh, an Apple playlist called "I Miss New Metal," uh-huh. and it has like you don't think you used to listen to all these songs, and you're like, crap. I remember that song and so on and so forth, but like, there's just like, they got Papa Roach on there, which I don't really, I, I don't really think, think of that as new metal, you know, but it was in that whole time frame. They're just bunching all of those bands together, you know, cause they put Slipknot in there. They put uh system of a down in there. Uh, they've got uh Deftones, which I really don't think of Deftones as a new metal act either. Yeah. Not, yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, anyway, it's just been going down this rabbit hole of that, like, from 99 to like 2000, 2001, because like I was saying with Derek, that's the only time that that stuff was really, you know, I mean, it, it, it came and went so quick when you think about it, uh, more or less. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's so, crazy how popular Limp Biscuit was yeah. for years and then just like completely yeah. fell off the Yeah, well, after, after the Woodstock 99 stuff, it seems like they were, you know, done more or less. Um, so, Listen, as long as you don't tell me that you've started listening to Nickelback, we're still good. No, no, you don't have to worry about that. You're like, dude, oh, you're hey, like, listen, oh, no, I, dude, that photograph song's so good. I'm like, Derek, <laughs> no, uh, Derek uh, brought up because uh, he was talking about the uh, Rob Thomas from Matchbox Twenty and uh, yeah. San- Santana smooth you know from back in the day uh, which is a good song it's a that it's song a, still gets a lot it's of a rage, it's man. a banger of a song as i say but mostly uh, like in target and Coles, but you still hear it a lot <laughs> <laughs> so anyway listen the new song come out and derek was talking about it last week and he said you need to listen to it and i've listened to it and it's a good song it's not bad you know i mean i'll say that anymore i mean i listen to all kinds of random crap so uh uh, it's not it's not a bad song though. I can't remember the name of it right now, so uh, I'll get back to you on that part. Anyway, so speaking of new songs mm-hmm. that aren't by Rob Thomas, uh-huh. is uh, My Morning Jacket's got a new album dropping uh, this fall, and they just released their first song off of that yesterday. So uh, that's good stuff. You guys should check that out. Yes, 
Yes, I didn't realize it was already t- it was uh, that close. I've got a banger actually for you. You ready for this one? Are you ready? The sure. new the new Lizzo and Cardi B rumor song. Oh man, mm-hmm. wow, it's a banger. I'm and I'm being serious. It's great. I listen to it all the time. But, I haven't heard that one. No. Not that I know of. Listen, I'm also terrible at knowing who listen, sings like pop songs. Listen, just don't listen to it around anybody that might get offended, as always, when it comes to Lizzo or Cardi B or any of those. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, I typically aren't around people that get easily offended because yeah. I myself am pretty offended. Yeah. yeah. So. But you know what I'm saying. I mean, some, you know how it is. I mean, it's because it's, it, it's, uh, there's lots of uh, f bombs and stuff being dropped. Yeah, right probably from... don't let my three year old listen to it. I'm with you. Well, I mean, I let mine, my, you know, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> by the way, I do not let my children listen to that. No. So we're currently listening to Queen and uh, lots of '80s rock nice. at the moment. So uh, there's that. But anyway, went off topic just then, but then I thought about I had thought about that again, and I need to say one more thing. If you haven't watch the Woodstock 99 documentary, please go watch it because it is a as I said last week it's a shit show of epic proportions what's that on? it's on HBO Max yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and I think I don't know if you can like uh, purchase, you know what I'm saying, purchase it or anything I think it's an HBO production so I think you have to go through HBO Max to watch it but it's um, man it's good it's uh, it's something else I'd forgotten. Like I said, I don't again. I don't want to go into this too much, but I'd forgotten just how crazy that show got. You know, with the fires and all that stuff. Yeah. By the end of it, true. so uh, it's good stuff. Anyway, moving on, Josh. Let's move into a little bit of news here. I'm actually going to try to keep with the regular format for once. Uh, we hadn't in a long time, so I was like, I'm going to do some news. Then I looked, and there was no news hardly. But I got a couple. I got a couple things. I've got you one teed up at the end that I'm saving for you, that that I've, I've picked out for you, because we had a long talk about it this week, and I said I'm gonna save that for the last bit of news for Josh because he's <laughs> he's he's wanting to he's got some words. So let's start off uh, though this week. Uh, they're doing CinemaCon right now, and uh, Matrix Four. They uh, revealed the trailer and the name of the movie. It is going to be The Matrix Resurrections. Uh, Of course, the trailer was only shown to people at CinemaCon. Uh, You know, they do a breakdown of it, but I didn't read about it because uh, I don't care about reading. I have no need to read a breakdown of a trailer. I'll just wait till I get a trailer. Uh, my, uh, My question is, are you are you excited for this? Do you need a new Matrix movie? Or do you need yes. to see a trailer before yes. you make it? No, I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited. Look, I love the first Matrix. Yes. It was revolutionary. I thought it was amazing. Mm-hmm. The second one had some cool stuff in it. And heck, even the third one, I mean, look, I realized they were just making up the story as they went along. It's pretty obvious. But... Mm-hmm. I still like that as a series, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the first one's a thousand times better. Um, you know, it's like back to the future, right? The first one's awesome. The second one's pretty good. And then the third one's kind of garbage. So yeah. it's just like yeah. that, but no, uh-huh. I'm, I'm ready for a fourth uh-huh. one. Why not? Notice I just let that slide. Didn't oh, I know. Say that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it's cause I'm right. Uh, 
I'm just going to go on. I'm not going to get into this. I'm going to be dragged into this. Uh, so I I have always enjoyed the second one quite a bit just for the action. Yeah, uh, I don't think I don't think the CGI holds up nearly as good. I mean, I don't think the CGI really, when you get down to it, was that good then. You know what I'm saying? But I still enjoy it. Like that, that the the freeway scene uh, yeah. is freaking awesome. Yeah, uh, I'll go back and watch them. I, the third one, it is what it is. You know, uh, I, I think it's a big letdown. Of course, I think I'm with you. I think both of them after the first one. I mean, how do you follow up the first one though? Honestly, you know. So, but yeah, I think this fourth one's got potential. I, mean, I hope so. Had a long time yeah. to write something at this point. Yeah, we'll see. I, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic is what I, where I'm at right now. So we shall find out. Though I was just excited to finally get a name attached to it, other than the Matrix Four. So, and I'm sure we'll get a trailer here soon. I mean, we're about to get into the holiday season, so we should be getting it. Uh, It'll drop Labor Day weekend. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it could be with Shang-Chi. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Uh, I don't think it'll be like an attached, but it could be one one that drops with it. Um, so, coming off that, oldie but goodie, um, we're both huge fans of The Office, right? Yeah, man. I enjoy right? The Office. Good stuff. So, this come across... Um, the office showrunner needs to be on board for a reboot to happen. Hence NBC universal execs. Um, he says, whatever Greg Daniels wants to do one, we're standing by. Okay. In the same vein again, do you need a reboot of the office? No, I'm with you. What if it, what here's just throwing it out there. What if it had uh, Michael Scott in it? Nobody else. I don't think it will. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying no, Still don't. No. Okay. I would rather it have Dwight Schrute in it than no one. Else. I would have rather them gone what they had originally planned to do after the office uh, ended its run, and done the Dwight Schrute spinoff, the Schrute yeah. Farms thing or whatever. Yeah. You know, give me that. Uh, but no, I I don't see the need for this. Um, I, it feels like they're just trying to prop up Peacock really more than anything because I think that's where they were talking about it heading. Right. Um, it's just you know, you only catch lightning in a bottle like that every so often, and I don't think you could do that again with the office. Yeah, most stuff, and obviously not everything, because I mean you've seen continued success of you know the Star Wars universe mm -hmm. and other stuff like that, but most stuff is better if it has a finite run. It just is. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you know, and, and it's few and far between. So what comes to mind, and I was just reading an article about this, what made me think of it. Um, so Cheers was a great show that had a great spinoff about a single character, Frasier. You know, that worked. Two spinoffs. True, true. With Frasier. But it worked, you know, yeah. which you don't see often because then for every one of those you have a friend's and then the spinoff Joey, which was dead on arrival, you know that's that's more of what I look at when I see when I think about either spinoff or reboot. Reboot, sorry, it's just not. I, I don't need it. I can go well. Yeah, I can go watch The Office. They make it really difficult to, but you know you can. 
since they put it behind that paywall. Don't you get? I think you get the first tr- three seasons with with the base Peacock, and then if you're paying, um, I, yeah, I think that's how it works. But anyway, I'm not sure. I've got because Peacock, because yeah, I'm a Comcast. That's customer. what I was about to say. With the Comcast thing, you get it anyway. Uh, but it's just, it just feels like a money grab. And I think most people would think of it the same way. I don't, th- I think it would, I think it would be over before it ever got started if they tried to do it. So there's that. Um, moving on from that. Um, I know you're not a huge anime guy. Um, I wanted to just bring this up real quick. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, uh, they're doing a Netflix live action series. Yeah, man, I'm watching that. Um, did you watch the Cowboy Bebop anime by yeah. any chance? Man, it's so good. Uh, and I, this is finally you get your first look at uh, John Cho. Yeah, I was trying to find everybody else's names on here, but anyway, uh, you get a you finally get your first looks at them. And I think so far, just from this look, I think they're doing doing right by the original anime so far. We shall see. It's uh, John Cho as Spike, and then uh, Mustafa Shakur as Jet Black, and Danielle Pineda as Faye Valentine. So um, we'll see. I'm just excited that they're trying to keep as close. It looks like it looks like they're trying to keep as close to the source material as possible. So, and if you've never watched Cowboy Bebop before, do yourself a favor, go check it out. One of the best animes ever. I just realized that over the last three news stories here that I said I was that I was pumped for the Matrix mm-hmm. that and then in the next thing I said that they ought to just let franchises die mm-hmm. and that stuff's better with a finite run and then we talk about Cowboy Bebop and I say I'm excited about that so apparently well, it's mostly just the office that I think yeah, should die <laughs> yeah maybe but you know you know Not really bad. it's alright it's alright so, uh, but I, well, listen, I'm excited. I mean, Cowboy Bebop, uh, it was one of the, uh, one of the first Adult Swim ones that I can remember watching. I mean, I've been yeah. watching anime for years before that, but like it's, it was the first one that caught my eye in a long time. Uh, so I'm excited to see what they do. Plus it's live action. It's not an anime. So that's different. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so, Josh, I've been talking lately with you, um, and I think I'm, I mentioned it on here, uh, Magic the Gathering. They've done this uh, Forgotten, Forgotten Realms uh, set, which can be played within, within ma- regular Magic or just as a standalone thing. Um, I finally quelled my addiction a little bit. I haven't bought. Any new packs or anything. So, um, but I, I showed you some of the art and stuff on it. I, it's really, it's really well done. And I, you know, I would like to play it, but who has time really? I mean, to get into it, but they're, they're expanding on this concept of, uh, using different franchises. So next, uh, next year, I think in the next year sets, get this, they've got, a Lord of the Rings set, which kind of makes sense. You know, we're talking magic. Um, a Street Fighter set. Okay. A, yeah. Fort, a Fortnite set. 
Of course, there's a Fortnite set. Uh, well, there's a Fortnite everything, so there's that. And then a Warhammer 40K set. So, I don't know. So, some of those clearly have more potential than right. others. Yes. I mean, what are you going to... I mean, a Fortnite set, that's not like... I don't know. I don't play a lot of... I haven't played Fortnite in forever. Well, I played we, it for just, yeah. you know, a couple of... And all we played times. was the... the right. Not even the Battle Royale stuff. The, the campaign, I guess, is what you but call it. Yeah, that's not a universe. I don't know how you're going to base, you know. I mean, D&D is an established universe. Uh, Warhammer 40K is an established universe. Yeah. I mean, Street Fighter, I mean, come, I don't, I, I, that to me is, I love Street Fighter. It shouldn't be a card game. It should, like, sorry, if you're going to do Street Fighter in Fortnite, it should be, like, its own its own thing. It shouldn't be within the Magic the Gathering. You know what I'm saying? Well, it should right. be its own. I can Lord of the Rings. I can get on board with Lord of the Rings in 40k. Yeah, I mean that'll work. Um, I you know I don't know. I think apparently I was the Forgotten Realm stuff. I've mainly just been collecting for the art because it looks amazing. Uh, I'm looking at some art for this just real quick. Uh, the Fortnite stuff looks retar- stupid. Um, the Lord of the Rings stuff looks really cool. Just some of the card art. Or the 40k stuff looks good too, actually. Um, so yeah, and all I, that, yeah, all that stuff makes sense. I mean, there's like locations, yeah. there's characters, there's you know. Well, I mean, Street Fighter, you're just fighting each other. Well, right. What are I you mean, gonna do? Like, you're gonna be by on the base. Like one of the cards, the location cards is gonna be like by the bay. Yeah. Where that car is. Car is beat up. Yeah, that's one of them. And the other one is with the <laughs> with the the little place with the barrels that drop down on your head and all that stuff. Right. You know. So, I don't know. We'll the see. The thing that I thought was so neat about the uh, Forgotten Realms, uh, about the, well, about the D&D Magic crossover was that it, it was a two-way crossover. Yeah. That, you know, that, that had that Forgotten Realms um, strict, you know, stuff strict. in Magic. But then yeah. also there's that uh, in D&D, there's a, a source book, a crossover source book of that mythic uh, Odyssey of Theros. Yeah. And then Strix, Strixhaven, is that what it is? I can't remember. There's another one too that they've started crossing with, I believe, a little bit. I'm yeah, not I'm not up on my magic lore that much. Um I do enjoy playing it, what little bit I played. Um, getting back into it. It did it did get me, like I was telling you, back into playing magic because I hadn't played it since it had first come out. And, you know, you're trying to learn something like that by yourself, so it makes no sense really. But Having I got it on the phone on the iPhone and it was uh, it's fun. I was enjoying it quite a bit. I haven't played it much, but you know that's all right. Um, I think it's cool though the Forgotten Realm stuff. Like I said, I, I I'm in it more for just the card art and stuff and all that because I think it's really cool and how they how they do everything in there. So anyway, I just want to bring that up because I find it kind of odd what's happening with Magic. You used to think of it as this hardcore card you know, CCG game and now they're doing Fortnite. So whatever. Well, so, but you know, magic has become again, like insanely popular yeah. to the, you know, there's a couple of, of local gaming stores here in Nashville that, you know, specialize in, in magic. That's the bulk of their revenue. They've got magic tournaments two or three nights a week. I mean, there's people that are paying big money you know they'll go in and and you buy like a a sealed box and it's so it's like all these sealed box tournaments and you go in and the sealed box is like you know around a hundred bucks or so and 
you just open the box and have your tournament there and the winner, I mean, can win a bunch of money, but I mean, it's full of high school kids and mm-hmm. college kids. And it's, I mean, that's where they're, you know, there's a couple of gaming stores here that are just making money hand over fist with it. So yeah. it's just really interesting to see like resurgence. Um, I don't think it ever went away, but I think there's been a, a big resurgence you know, to me at least. But then again, I haven't, like I said, I, I haven't really followed magic that closely for a long time. Right. So, um, okay, Josh, it's time. I've saved this last news story <laughs> for you until the end here. Um, start off, let's, let's go back to the beginning. So you bought an original Xbox day and date when they released. Yeah, you got the original Xbox. Uh, at this, we got we went the same day. You got the Xbox. I got a GameCube. We went directly to your house, and I think we played a little bit of Super Monkey Ball because that's what I got with it. Because they didn't have any game. I can't. Anyway, we played Super Monkey Ball, and then we played Halo, and I think it pretty much changed their game and outlook from then on. You know what I'm saying? Um. Halo was such a game changer and we're now up to Halo Infinite um, and news come out this week of course it had been delayed from last year which I was okay with I get it uh, I know it come out of E3 not particularly well and they wanted to push it back and work on it which I'm fine with uh, I, I understand but it come out this week that it was going to be released without co-op campaign or forge at launch so for you and me in particular that's a pretty big deal because that's the only way i know for me that's the only way i've ever played a halo campaign is co-op oh yeah no i mean that's huge i mean halo it, it to me halo has been known as awesome multiplayer and then the ability to play all of the campaigns co-op and uh, to not have that, I think you're just missing a, a giant piece of the game. Mm-hmm. I would almost rather them delay it again, which they're not going to because they're not going to miss another holiday season, mm-hmm. than do that. But, I mean, to me, that's just, I'm with you. I, I was fine with them delaying it last year. 2020 was a dumpster fire of a year anyway. Um, you know, I, I get, mm-hmm. you know, all the stuff going on with that. But if you're going to delay a game a year and then still release it like a partial game because that's what in it pieces. is. It's in pieces, yeah. Then that's that's just, I mean, that's crazy to me. And to think that that's like Microsoft's like flagship game. I mean, like you said, that was a launch day game back you know, 20 years ago. And, and you know, Halo has been such an important franchise for Xbox. And then to release, you know, the game in waves, I mean... You know, maybe I'm an old grumpy guy, but you know, used to buy a video game and it was uh, the whole bought the whole video game and there wasn't even updates because it was a cartridge and mm-hmm. there was no way to do it. It's not connected to the internet. There wasn't an internet. It was, um, you know, and then, you know, and then you get into the the part where, you know, in more modern day systems, they would still release full games and then maybe you'd get an, an expansion or something that was you could download or something, but. But nowadays, man, like people are just releasing like partial games. It's just that drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that's more the way we're headed. Uh, this these quote, uh, excuse me, quote unquote, live games. Um, 
and using games as a service because uh, the multiplayer on this will be free to play for anybody. First time, <clears throat> excuse me, first time ever for a Halo game, uh, which I think that's cool. You know, I'm all aboard with that. Uh, the Forge stuff, I'm neither here nor there. Um, I've never really dabbled that much in Forge. Um, I know Clay, even before Forge was a thing, was always big on, like, I can think back to, like, Tower of Power, you know, and all that stuff, creating some of those game variants. But, like, um, uh, that campaign stuff is just such a killer. And also, uh, somebody, I can't remember, Josh, you might, somebody brought it up in the, um, when we, I think you posted it to the Facebook page, uh, give us our fire team, you know, or is that, is that, am I, is that the name? Yeah, of no, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. uh, I think Matthew posted yeah. that on, on the comment thing, but yeah. no, that's, that's true. But I did see something today that, um, some data mining of the source code. Somebody thinks that fire team is going to be included. So. I hope so. I hope so. That was such a good, uh, game variant. Um, I don't know. We did get a launch uh, date today, actually. Uh, December 8th is uh, when Halo will somewhat launch. Pieces of it will launch. As Part of the game comes yeah. out December yeah. 8th. The single, player, <laughs> the single player and multiplayer minus the Forge stuff. So, uh, you know, I was joking in the in the group chat after the other thing came out. I said, yeah, actually, the only thing that's going to come out on launch day yeah. is your ability to <laughs> customize Master Chief. With you know by picking what color he's going to be, and then you know a couple weeks later they're going to drop another mode, and a couple weeks later I was like, okay, like, they'll be like <laughs> the first week you can customize his color, the second week you can change his helmet. That's right. The third week his left you gauntlet. The voice. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> so uh, I don't know. I mean, it seems like it's becoming more and more of a a common thing, and I don't like it. I'm with you. Um, maybe we're both grumpy old men and it's good money. Uh, but it's just like, you know, that's how that's, like I said, that's how we have always played the campaign. Yeah. Never. I mean, I may have afterwards gone through and, you know, run part right. of it solo yeah. or whatever, but when we're playing, when, when we're playing the game, I always play co-op. I mean, you know, that's just how we always play campaign. And, uh, it's just kind of, disappointing so that means you know here's my question i mean obviously you'll get it you know when it well, on, well, on the eighth it's free on game Pass. yeah i mean you'll get it on the eighth you know we will but like so i think they said what next year before it drops the actual co-op campaign will you want to go back you know and you know after four what three four months whatever however many months and play that campaign then you know, or will you have moved on by then and be like, eh, I'm okay. I don't need to go play it. I now. mean, I probably won't play the single player campaign. I can guarantee you I won't play it all the way through. I just, yeah. I, I, like you said, that's just not how I've ever done it. Well, that. no, it's I mean, like, the co op, you know what I'm saying? When that yeah. co op comes well, around. Yeah, so. I'll go, yeah, because that's when I'll play the campaign. I'm interested in the campaign, but I won't even probably play it until the co op nah, comes I won't. Out. I won't touch it. No. Nah, and I'll tell you this, actually, if, if, it wasn't for Game Pass. Wouldn't buy it. And, and with the multiplayer being free, mm -hmm. I would just do the free multiplayer until it came out with co-op. I mean, honestly. Well, yeah. So I'm with you. I mean, what's the point? You don't need the whole thing if you can just play multiplayer and then at some point maybe play co-op campaign, whatever it comes out. 
I don't, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. There's uh, there's been a little bit of blowback on it. I haven't. It's not been quite as much as I thought it would be. But you know, I don't probably because it's on Game Pass. I think yeah. if it wasn't on Game Pass, there'd be a bigger blowback about it. Yeah, Game Pass is a savior. I mean, like we've we've talked about it enough, but like it has. Uh, it's it's crazy. It's crazy good value. And, yeah, it is. You know, yeah. it's just crazy. And so, uh, but. With that, Josh, we are done with the news. Um, I don't have any emails because I keep forgetting. I'm not used to doing podcasts anymore because it's been so long. This is like a, two weeks in a row. It's It's been a long time since I've been able to do two podcasts in a row, back-to-back weeks. So uh, I keep forgetting to ask for emails. So, Glenn, uh, I will attempt to ask for emails, but next week... If you want to send me an email, send us an email, and I will uh, read it on the show. So we're going to skip ahead just real quick. Um, I do want to. Uh, I do have some geek history for you, Josh. I'm about to drop on you. Are you prepared for this? Because there's some doozies in here, especially you, this first you know one. I am, All right. So on this date in 1989, the hit movie Heart of Dixie was released was it a hit movie I, I don't even remember the movie so it has and, yeah, I don't, yeah, it stars Ali Sheedy uh, Virginia Madsen Phoebe Cates and some other people but it's the first one on this website that I'm on right now so Heart of Dixie no idea what it was see, okay Here's the tagline. In 1957, the times, the people, and the future were changing. Uh, and it's got Phoebe Cates and Ali Sheedy and uh, who did I say the one with Virginia Madsen. Uh, a southern uh, plantation in the background and then a little bit of the Confederate flag in the corner. So I guess it has to do with civil rights and stuff more than likely. So anyway... Man, I've never even heard of no, what you're talking not, about. No, have not either. Have not. And like, well, I, thanks for bringing it up. I well, know everybody's really engaged. If anybody's seen <laughs> The Heart of Dixie and wants to let us know how it is, uh, please feel free to leave it in the comments. Uh, okay, next up, a big happy birthday to the one and only Gene Simmons of Kiss. Real quick, what's your favorite Kiss song, Josh? Okay, so let me tell you something about Kiss. Kiss is the most overrated rock band of all time. Oh, they're terrible. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I, I uh, what's my favorite Kiss song? I yeah. don't know. Um, none of them. How about that? Right. Yeah. That's, that's pretty. So much. did you see? Just real quick. Um, you know, Kiss uh, discovered Van Halen. That's the best Kiss song. Yeah. So they discovered Van Halen, and they toured, Van Halen toured with them on their first tour, if I remember right, if that's how it goes. Anyway, when Kiss was, they're doing their quote-unquote farewell concerts, or tour now, you know? Yeah, and, which is resuming after a 17-month yeah, yeah. hiatus. Why didn't you just hang it up um, at that point? David Lee, well, you know, they haven't got enough money. I'll give them this. They, they can make money, you know what I'm saying? No, the masters. guys are marketing geniuses. Yeah. Masters I mean, at marketing. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, when they started the tour, they had David Lee Roth as their opening act. So when they 
then COVID, blah, 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 and now they're resuming, and they have some random person in place of David Lee Roth. And basically Gene Simmons compared Roth to a fat, bloated Elvis and didn't want him on tour with them. And Roth responded with, uh, on, I think it's Instagram, he sent he he sent the uh, flipping the bird emoji eighteen times to them, and uh, he said something else I can't remember, but it's pretty funny. So that just tells you what kind of people kiss are. They can kiss off. I <laughs> see what I did there. <laughs> so anyway, there's that. Uh, next up, uh, here's another movie you probably know, Josh. Uh, on this date in 1989, uh, the package was released. Uh, starring Gene Hackman. You remember that movie? How great was that movie, right? I'm familiar with a bunch of Gene Hackman movies, but, but not, not the package. Is what? What's that rated? Is that an NC-17 It is. Uh, no, no. It is <laughs> rated R. It also starred Tommy Lee Jones. Nice. Um, it says on the tagline, one murder can change the world, one man can stop it. And that man is Gene Hackman, apparently. No idea what that movie is. I so. got really worried about Googling just then Gene Hackman, the package, yeah. about what's going <laughs> to show up. But. Easy on the, yeah, just watch how you Google that. Cause <laughs> you'll get more package than you meant. <laughs> oh, Dennis Franz was in it. For oh, really? NYPD yeah. Blue fame. Yeah. Uh, uh, big happy birthday. Uh, speaking of, we were talking about aliens earlier, an alien. Uh, big happy birthday to uh, Tom Skerritt of Alien fame. Uh, Dallas. If I remember correctly, it was his name in Alien, the captain. Um, he's, he's been in all kinds of other stuff, too, but that's what I'm going with. Um, next up, uh, happy birthday to Tim Burton. What's your favorite Tim Burton movie? Um, it's kind of tough when you get to thinking about it. Yeah, there's some good ones. Uh, I'm going with uh, Batman 89. I like, I like the majority of his movies, but Batman 89 was like, my first real comic book movie. So it holds a, you know, special place there. Well, okay. So Superman's in there too. I always, I tend to gloss over Superman a little bit, but, uh, Batman was, I, I was the right age for a superhero movie then in 89 and was like ready for that one. So, yeah, Batman 89 is hard to, hard to beat, but there's so many good Tim Burton movies. I mean, it's, I mean, so, I mean, you know, I could we'll say see. I could say Edward Scissorhands. I could say uh, Big Fish is another good one. I'm not going to go into detail, but there's a Big lot Fish of good ones. Big Fish is great. Yes. Beetlejuice, obviously. I think great. Big Fish. I mean, it got a lot of attention, but I think it also it gets overlooked when you look back at it, a lot of his movies and yeah. stuff. Uh, also, on this date, man, '89 was like the year of random movies. <clears throat> also, on this date, '89, Little Monsters, starring Fred Savage and Howie Mandel, was released. Nice. This movie I do remember, and it is terrible, terrible. Did you ever in say eighty nine? It? it was cool. No, it wasn't. Even in eighty nine, it was terrible. I mean, I kind of thought it was neat in eighty nine, but would. I was not very old. Yeah, you. I would. mean, You'd I was like so. nine years old. I thought it was kind of neat. Well, I mean, this is the dude that just said that Back to the Future Two is better than three, so you know, I'll let it slide. I mean, that's that's <laughs> factual, but yeah. All right. Uh, that's it though so, in all <laughs> seriousness that's it for this week on uh, geeky moments in history 
Geeky, geeky moments in 1989. 89, yeah. apparently, yeah. Wow. Who knew Who knew that those were the only movies that come out on this day in 1989? Could you imagine going to the box office on that day in 89 and being like, what am I going to watch? we got Little Monsters, Heart of Dixie, and The Package. And I'm not sure if The Package is, you know, Deep Throat Package or yeah. something else. I'm not sure yeah, what's I, going on. I still think that might be an adult film. <laughs> So, all right. Uh, moving on from that, Josh, um, real quick, uh, I do hold in my hand the science fiction and fantasy quiz book. Um, are you prepared to take the challenge? I mean, no, but sure. <laughs> You've got this. I have opened it up to a random page. If you will. Oh, man, that would be. Oh man, that's a terrible one. I should save this one for Clay. Uh, I won't, let me just read this one. Uh, Thorne's Company matchup. You have to match up the dwarves from the Hobbit series of films with the actors who portrayed them. Oh, that's yeah. That's yeah, tough. forget that. Forget that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, pick a number if you don't care between one and five. All right, I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with four. Okay, real quick, let me let me get to the answers because I have no idea what the answer is to this one. Oh, know. great. If you don't know it, then... Well, you might. You never know. Uh, let's see. Bear with me. Just sing along to something. Okay, there we go. Here we go. Let's see. Okay, number four. Which of these ancient Greek gods was not a brother to the others? Was it A, Ares, B, Poseidon, C, Hades, or D, Zeus? I'm going to go with D, Zeus. Oh, crap. I'm on the wrong. Um, I think you're right, actually, but I'm on the wrong freaking answers sheet. Bear with me. <laughs> uh, continue singing uh, Limp Biscuit songs. Rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, rolling. There we go. Okay. It is, uh, no, it is Aries. Well, there you go. Aries was not a brother to the others. I did not know that. Huh. Okay. Well, that's it, Josh. Yeah, I guess that's right now that I hear it. Yeah. Eh, whatever. Whatever. It's all good. We're all here for just fun. Okay, Josh, we're going to wrap this sucker up and go play some video games. Are you? Are you we are going to play some Dirt or some Aliens tonight, I'm assuming. Yeah, dude. All right, awesome. Uh, thank you for, uh, on short notice, by the way, coming in and with Kidney Stones on top of everything else and playing or, or playing along in this little game of podcasting with me. Uh, I really appreciate it. Yeah, man, it was fun. Thanks for having me. Um, I'll have you back here before too long. Uh, as I said, Clay's a little out of pocket, so uh, I'm just kind of winging it and going from there. Uh, somebody requested I have uh, one Mr. Brandon Bradley come on the show, uh, so I'm I might brave be brave enough to do that, but I don't. Yeah, know. man, I'd listen to that. Uh, you'd have to listen, that's for sure. Because can you do subtitles? I wonder if I could put subtitles. Oh, it's not a video, so never mind. Anyway, 
<laughs> That's so mean. I'm sorry, Brandon. I love you. I was that just is, joking. That is mean. I'm going to go eat some rabbi Bobby now and not worry about it. But anyway, in all seriousness, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate it. Um, it's good to be back. It's good to have you on here. It's good to be able to talk to everybody again. Uh, I did not uh, – the board game giveaway – I did not do it this week because I was late to posting the uh, post on the Facebook page. So you still have time to enter to win Trekking the National Parks board game, I believe is what it's called. Yeah, Trekking the National Parks. Um, I It is a sealed copy, and it is a fun game. I have one, and I had an extra one I've been given, so I wanted to give it to you guys, like I said last week. Uh, all you need to do is go to the Facebook group page and on the post, just leave a comment. And then next week, I believe, if everything goes right, we will choose a winner for that. So I want to give everybody a little bit more time. You need to include like Twitter likes or retweets or something for all of our non-Facebook well, friends. Well, the problem is um, I never – I am the world's worst to post to Twitter and or Instagram. Um uh, for the podcast so well no um, but you can you can make an exception here well no i, I would like to <laughs> get back to actually doing that stuff uh i really miss when facebook kicked uh twitter integration out it kind of ruined my entire plans because i would just i could just tweet and you know post automatically to facebook and all that stuff and they did away with that and so on and so forth so it kind of threw my whole plans for a loop you but know, on it, a side note ramblings from nowhere is hiring a social media manager if anybody yeah no no they're not hiring i mean we will let somebody manage it for free because you know i'm i'm not getting paid to do this i do this out of the kindness of my heart it's an unpaid internship yeah, it's something, that's for sure. <laughs> so, But anyway, uh, Josh, let's get out of here. Let's go play some video games. Um, thank you once again. Uh, and with that, uh, you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there. And please make sure and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't joined the Facebook group yet, just search for Ramblings from Nowhere. You can find us on Twitter at From Ramblings. Uh, and on Instagram, it's RFN underscore podcast. And one day I will post to both of those again, I promise. Uh, also, don't forget to send us some of those emails with any questions or comments to rfn.podcast1 at gmail.com. Uh, Josh, normally this is where I ask where you can find be found on social media, but I know yeah, what you're going to say. Only fans. No, no. I, I was going to say that's wrong because they banned pornographic only fan sites, but now they have done a 180 and decided to keep them on there so you're still in luck buddy you're only realized that was 99.9 yeah. content <laughs> it's like wait a minute that's all of our revenue crap so uh but other than only fans where can everybody <laughs> find you on social media <laughs> i'm on i'm on facebook that's yeah. that's the most i'm on i post on the ramblings page a bunch so yes yeah there you go. Uh, uh you can find me as always on twitter at jason76z and Josh, with that, we are out.